Hello, and welcome to the Truth Seekers Podcast. A truth seeker is someone who wants to know the truth. They search for what's true, and they won't rest until they find it. I am a truth seeker, and if you are too, then you've come to the right place where we will search for truth each week in the stories of the Bible. Before we begin today's story, I want to ask you a question. Have you ever used a cup? That's right, a cup. Well, I'm sure you think I'm silly for asking because everyone at some point in their life has used a cup. Of course, you might say I have used a cup. Well, what do you mostly use a cup for? Is it to drink from? I know that's what I use cups for. Cups come in all shapes and sizes, don't they? You might even have your own favorite cup to drink from. Have you ever taken a minute to think that in order for a cup to be useful, it must first be empty. If you are going to pour water or juice or any kind of drink into a cup, first it must be empty. A cup can only be used when it is empty. Out of all the things we use in a day, the cup is one of the most important because it is a vessel or a tool to help us drink. But most people might not think of cups as very important, especially when they are empty. But that is when they can be used. Do you know that you and I are like cups? God asks that we empty ourselves so that he can fill us and use us for his glory. You might be thinking, what does it mean to empty myself? Well, it simply means that we don't let pride or arrogance or thinking we know better than God get in the way of what he wants to do in us. God wants us to come to him as a servant, being ready and willing to do whatever he asks of us. And I promise you, when you do this, you will find the life you always dreamed of, because a life being used by God is the best life you can live. God, the creator of the heavens and the earth, will always have his best interest for you. But we must first start like that empty cup, willing to be used by God and to not let ourselves and our pride get in the way. In today's story, I want to tell you about a couple of kings who let their pride get in the way of being used by God. Some of them even started out being willing to be used by God, but as they became more powerful, they lost sight of Yahweh and his ways. In our last episode, we learned about the young king Joash. Joash became king when he was only seven years old. He had grown up in the temple, learning from his uncle, the high priest, Jehoiada. When Joash grew older, he saw a need to repair the temple of God and make it fit for God's dwelling place once again among his people. This was a good and right thing of Joash to do. But you might remember that there was one thing that King Joash did not do. He did not tear down the high places in Judah where the people were still worshiping false gods. Even though he repaired the temple of Yahweh, he still allowed the worship of false gods to continue. You might be thinking, well, what's wrong with that? As long as Yahweh was being worshiped, isn't that okay? Dear truth seekers, God has clearly told us in his word that we should worship no other gods but him. God will not share his worship. God deserves all of our worship. We cannot worship him and other things at the same time. Either we are worshiping him and him alone, or we are not worshiping him at all. And so sadly over time, 
the heart of King Joash became cold. After his uncle Jehoiada died, the officials of Judah came and listened to King Joash, and they abandoned the temple of the Lord and stopped worshiping Yahweh at the temple, and instead they worshiped at the Asherah poles, and they worshiped the Baal idols. How this grieved the heart of God! God's anger towards this sin was great. God longed to have his people worship him again. And so he began to send prophets to get their attention and to speak to them and warn them and draw them back to him. But they would not listen to the prophets. And so the spirit of the Lord came upon Jehoiada's son. Jehoiada had raised his son Zechariah in the ways of the Lord. And so Zechariah stood before the people and the king and said, This is what God says. Why do you disobey the Lord's commands? You will not prosper because you have forsaken the Lord. He has forsaken you. What a terrifying word to hear, to think that because they had forsaken God, God would forsake them. The people of Judah did not want to hear this. Instead of turning their hearts back to God, they became angry. How dare Zechariah tell us that God has forsaken us, they thought. So they plotted to kill Zechariah. That's how cold their hearts had become. And do you know the saddest part? King Joash himself ordered that Zechariah be stoned to death. King Joash did not remember the kindness that his uncle Jehoiada had shown him, hiding him in the temple when he was young, raising him in the ways of the Lord. But instead, Joash killed Jehoiada's son, Zechariah. And as Zechariah lay dying in front of the king, he said the most chilling words, May the Lord see this and what you have done and call you to account. And that's exactly what happened. At the turn of the new year, the army of Aram marched against Joash and invaded it. It invaded Judah and the capital city of Jerusalem and killed all the leaders of the people. They sent all the plunder of the gold and silver that King Joash had collected from the people of Judah over the years, and they sent it back to their king in the capital city of Aram, Damascus. Even though the Aramean army had come with only a few men, the Lord delivered into their hands a much larger army. Because Judah had forsaken the Lord, the God of their fathers, judgment was executed on King Joash. When the Arameans withdrew, they left King Joash severely wounded. His officials then began to conspire against him. They knew of what he had done to Jehoiada's son, Zechariah. And so because he had killed Jehoiada's son, they killed him in his bed. And so King Joash died a very unhonorable death and was buried in the city of David, but not in the tombs of the kings. And so after Joash died, his son Amaziah became king at the age of 25 years old. Can you say Amaziah? Amaziah was much like his father. He did some things that were right in the eyes of the Lord, but he did not serve the Lord with his whole heart. He had not fully emptied himself like the cups we talked about earlier. He did not surrender his whole heart to the Lord to be used by him. Amaziah 
decided that he was going to lead his army to fight against the Edomites, the longtime enemies of the Israelites. When King Amaziah returned from the battle against the Edomites, he brought back the gods of the people of the town from which he had done battle. Now, truth seekers, you might be thinking, oh good, he is going to smash those idols to pieces. But sadly, instead of smashing the idols, he set them up as his own gods. He bowed down to them and burned sacrifices to them. The anger of the Lord burned against King Amaziah, and God sent a prophet to speak to him. The prophet said, Why do you consult this people's gods, which could not save their own people from your hand? Did you hear that? King Amaziah had just defeated the Edomites, and their false gods could not save them from Amaziah's army. And yet Amaziah turned around and began to worship the very false gods that were worshipped by the Edomites, who did not do one single thing to save them. Why? Why worship false gods that have no power to save? But Amaziah did not want to hear this prophet's words. His heart had become hard and prideful, much like the heart of his father, Joash, had. He thought he had won the victory in his own strength. He said to the prophet, Have I appointed you an advisor to the king? Stop. Why be struck down? So the prophet stopped but said, I know that God has determined to destroy you because you have done this and have not listened to my counsel. And so King Amaziah was so prideful and so arrogant and thought so highly of himself that he sent a challenge to the king of Israel in the north. And he said, Come, meet me face to face. But the king of Israel in the north replied to King Amaziah of Judah in the south and said, You are but a tiny thistle, while I am but a giant cedar tree. You say to yourself that you have defeated the Edomites, and now you are arrogant and proud. But stay at home. Why ask for trouble and cause your own downfall and that of Judah? <laughs> the king of Israel in the north saw no need for them to fight among each other. After all, they were both from the same kingdom of Israel. But sadly, Amaziah would not listen. He wanted another battle. He wanted a chance to show his power and his strength and his might. And so he would not listen to the king of Israel. And he continued to challenge him. So the king of Israel attacked. He and Amaziah, king of Judah, faced each other at Beth Shemesh in Judah. And do you know what happened, truth seekers? I'm sure you can guess. King Amaziah and his army was completely surrounded and routed by the army of the northern kingdom of Israel, and every man fled to his home. The king of Israel captured Amaziah, king of Judah, at Beth Shemesh. Then the king of Israel brought him to Jerusalem and broke down the wall of Jerusalem, a section of about 600 feet long. He walked King Amaziah into his own capital city, into his own palace, and took all the gold and silver and all the articles found in the temple of God right in front of King Amaziah's very own eyes. How humbling, how humiliating for King Amaziah. After all of his boasting and pride and arrogance, he was eating his own words. But the king of Judah did not kill King Amaziah. 
he let him go back to his kingdom in Jerusalem, and Amaziah lived many years after that. But I'm sure that King Amaziah never forgot the humility of that moment. He had challenged the king of Israel to a battle in his pride, and there was no reason for it, none at all. And so for the rest of King Amaziah's life, he was conspired against. He had to flee from his kingdom in Jerusalem, and he was hunted down and killed. He had no better of a death than his father, King Joash. His pride had been his downfall, just as it had been with his father, King Joash. Dear True Seekers, I wish I could have told you a story with a happier ending today. But these stories are in the Bible to show us what kind of God we serve and what He requires of us and what it looks like to serve Him and follow after Him. God does not ask us to give up our lives for Him so that we can live an unhappy and miserable life. He asks us to give up our lives for Him so He can do wonderful and amazing things through us. It's when we let pride get in the way and think that we know what's best, that's when things go wrong. God's ways are always best, but we must first be willing to become like an empty cup, a cup that is empty and willing to be used, to be filled up by God and His Spirit in us. When David killed Goliath, it was not because David was so strong or because of anything David did. It was the power of God working through David. David had learned to become like an empty cup, willing to let God use him. And wow, did God ever use him. Can you only imagine the amazing things God could have done in Judah and through King Amaziah if only he had surrendered his heart and put God first in his life? You may not be worshiping a golden idol like King Amaziah did, but if you have made anything or anyone more important than God, you are worshiping an idol. God commands that we remove all idols from our lives and worship Him only. Dear friends, let's ask God to humble our hearts that He might use us. He can only use us as we surrender and let go of our pride and let Him be everything in our lives. We become less so He can become greater. John the Baptist said this of Jesus in the New Testament. He said, I must decrease so that He can increase. How do we decrease or become smaller? Well, we take our eyes off of ourselves and place them on Jesus. We stop complaining about what we don't have or what we want and start thanking Jesus for all He has done for us. We stop trying to get our own way and ask God to show us what His way is. This will bring the most peace and joy to our lives. Before we go, I'd like to play a worship song for you. Sometimes it can seem scary and difficult to face the thought of surrendering our whole heart to Jesus. It's a step of faith because we can't always see Him working, but we have to trust that He is. I'd like to share a song with you today from an album called Hidden in My Heart, and it's from the company Scripture Lullabies. Scripture Lullabies takes verses from the Bible and puts them to music. They are singing the words of the Bible. Their songs are so peaceful and they speak truth to my heart. They have five different albums and the song I'm going to play for you today is called I Am Here and it comes from Isaiah chapter 41 verses 10 through 14 where God is speaking to the Israelites and telling them not to fear because he will be with them. He will give them strength. He will study them. And God is saying this to you and I today as we surrender our hearts, as we lay down our pride, as we let him humble us, 
This is what he's speaking to us today. Let the words of this song speak to your heart.
Let me pray with you before we go. Dear Heavenly Father, today we ask that you humble our hearts. We bow low to you. We realize that we can do nothing without you. We have no power or ability in our own strength, only what you can do through us. We know that you can only use us as we become empty of our pride and arrogance and allow you to fill us with your strength and your love and your joy. We don't demand our own way, but we ask that you show us your way because your way is always best. Your way leads to life and peace everlasting. Humble our hearts today, Father. We lay down our pride and place you as Lord and King over our whole hearts. We serve you wholeheartedly not with half our heart, not with one part of our heart, but with all of our hearts. And we are excited to see what you will do through us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining me today, True Seekers, and I look forward to our time together next week.